It's the Lost Years Pod. Lost Years Pod. Running through this show called Boy Meets World is what we're doing. Sit and tell your friends who will always stand by you. It's the Lost Years Pod. Hello and welcome to the Lost Years, a retrospective fan cast. I'm Sid. I'm Tay. And it's too early. (laughs) It's so early, you guys. We normally record the podcast at nighttime (laughs) on a weekday. And it is 10 a.m. on a Saturday. So um, it's early. Dude, I was up until 3 a.m. not trying to last night. I am tired. (laughs) I was about the same, like 2.30. I was playing games with a friend who was doing a 12-hour stream and then... I was like, I need to wind down with some Fall Guys, and that I did Fall Guys for like two hours. I love that you're winding down with Fall Guys. Well, you know, because it's cute. It's cute. I, if know, I was playing, I was playing Dead by Daylight, so I had to like, oh, you play a fun something game. cute and fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's just funny because Fall Guys is like so high energy to be like, yeah, I was just winding down with it. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, I do kind of just wind down with Fall Guys most nights. I love that. It's fun. It's a good game. Anyway. What are you nostalgic for this week? I'm going to try really hard to be a person. I said this already to Sid, but <laughs> this is who I am in the morning, and I don't actually become a person until like 1230. <laughs> <laughs> I am nostalgic for home videos. Oh, it's a good one. My family, um, when I first came up to Michigan like a month ago, my mom sent in all of our videotapes to get digitized, and so oh. we started watching back all of our videos from when I was a child and my brother was born and just like all of these lovely moments of our family just young and I I used to love watching them way back in the day but I especially love watching them now because I realize how I was as a kid still reflects into how I am a person today and I just understand like I was very organized in a lot of the videos I literally (laughs) have a video where we're out camping and I'm telling my mom who's recording every single thing that's at the campsite and I was like yeah that tracks That's really, really cute. Um, But I just love them. I think they're great. I think my family is tasking me with editing them together in a way wow. so that they're not just various clips and that'll be work. fun. <laughs> For love. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I don't think my family has any old home videos. We definitely recorded a ton, but I have to imagine they were lost in one of the moves oh, no. from my various childhood homes. My dad was really big on recording stuff when I was like really, really young. And I know we had we had a film camera, like a straight up film camera, which is really funny to think about in retrospect. This just popped into my head. I remember I used an entire roll of film, putting my little sister in my old dance costumes and just taking a bunch of photos of her. And she looked so cute. She was like <laughs> maybe two or three. And she Aww. looked so cute. She was like, mo- I was like, we need to submit her to something. These are model photos. <laughs> and I did a great job, first of all, <laughs> not knowing exactly what the shot was going to look like. But yeah, we definitely had camcorders and film mm-hmm. cameras. So I have no idea what happened to those. They're probably either in a box somewhere or lost in my move from my childhood home. So Rip. I know. Hey, what are you nostalgic for? My dad's pancakes. <laughs> yeah, I I think waking up early is what made me think of this because um, when I am in Texas, which is where my dad lives now, um, I have to get up early because he gets up early in order to get breakfast. I don't get to sleep in. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my dad has been making breakfast for us since I was little. That was like the one thing he was really, really good at making. And he taught me how to make cheesy eggs, which I I'm sadly cannot find properly made anywhere in a restaurant. I remember one time I went to um, I was at this hotel, this like tiny little I think it was like a days in motel. <laughs> and um, they had a restaurant attached to the hotel that you could go to. Um, and it was literally, I'm not kidding, like a family of four running it <laughs> that I saw when we were in there. And they were the only place I've ever had made like actual proper cheesy eggs. Oh boy. Ever in my life. And that was when, that was in like 2019. So <laughs> I love those specifically, but I can make those myself, right? Pancakes, right. my dad has like down to a science perfected. He like <laughs> figured out the type of griddle he likes. He uses Crisco instead of butter. Um, so they don't burn, they like cook really slow and they're always like perfectly golden and they always have that little dot in the center that you can tell that was the part where it dropped on and like has been cooking the longest and, um, he'll make them with like different flavors sometimes. Um, and despite the fact that my relationship with my father has always been very complicated, he has always been the best at making pancakes specifically um for breakfast and i miss them all the time because they're very good oh i love that something about a really well-made breakfast though like from your parents is very nice (laughs) yeah it's really life-changing it was like my mom making belgian waffles whenever Mm -hmm. i grew up that was like specialty that it was that and then like french toast but yeah i don't know something about breakfast and like i remember I made a batch of cheesy eggs when I was visiting um, my mom's family and my my aunt was like not really sure about what I was doing when I was making them. And I was like, don't worry, don't worry. It's going to be great. <laughs> and afterwards she was like, Taylor, these are delicious. These are some of the best eggs. Like I made a massive batch for everybody. She was like, these are really, really good. And I was like, I know. Game changer, man. <laughs> Mixing the cheese in while the eggs are scrambling is a game changer. And nobody does it in restaurants because it takes too long because you mm-hmm. have to like pay attention to the eggs. Realistically, the way you generally get scrambled eggs in a restaurant is like an omelet. It's basically yeah. just an omelet, which is a real bummer. But uh, yeah, I I just love I just love a cheesy egg mostly and um, pancakes, but I can make myself cheesy eggs. So I'm nostalgic specifically for my dad's pancakes. Love it. Well, now comes the part where I talk a lot. Are you ready to get into it? I'm ready. Are you ready? No. (laughs) (laughs) My eyes are closed. (laughs) Well, get ready and warmed up because this is the season finale. Oh, yeah. We didn't say that at the beginning. Yeah. Welcome to the season finale. finale. (laughs) Yeah. Season three, episode 22 is titled Brother, Brother. The episode aired on May 17th, 1996. It was directed by Jeff McCracken and was written by Mark Blutman and Howard Buskang. They're just writing all of the end ones. Yeah, at the end. He's gotten like three or four. Synopsis is, after learning about all of his friends' plans for the summer, Corey becomes worried about the prospects of spending the entire break by himself. All of his friends are two people. Just two. (laughs) (laughs) All of me too. Those are the only people he talks to. Oh, I love it. 
Very no funny. other friends. <laughs> no other friends. Okay, so first scene. We are at school. Eric is cleaning out his locker when Turner and Williams walk up and return some of his confiscated items from the year, including his giant underpants and his Feeny puppet. Eric is excited to see little George as the teachers kind of laugh and walk away. And other than a quick shot of him mid-episode, this is a series wrap on Alex Duzair's Eli Williams. That's so sad. I know. We never see him again. Why? He's such a good character. I know. I read I that know. trivia fact online. That was like, this is his last episode. And I was like, oh, I had to double check. I was pretty sure it was. And then I was like, let me make sure before I say a lie. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, this is the last time we see him. And he is a delight. So I'm I'm pretty bummed about that myself. Alas, alack. Um, Feeny walks up as Eric is playing with the puppet and says, what are you doing with this ridiculous thing? And Eric says, it's just a dummy. And Feeny replies, I'm not talking to you. Eric says, you're going to miss me, aren't you, Mr. Feeny? He says, am I? Have you heard from any more colleges? Eric says he's been turned down by two more schools, so he'll probably end up at his first choice, North Southwestern San Diego State. Feeney <laughs> says, ah, yes, old NSWSDS. You. Eric <laughs> says, I'm on the waiting list. I should get my official acceptance any day. And it's goodbye, Philadelphia. Feeney asks if he's got summer plans, and he says he's going to drive to all 50 states. Feeney asks how he intends to drive to Hawaii, and Eric says, I'm going to drive till they start speaking Chinese and then hang a Yui, which is truly nothing. <laughs> like, that's deeply nothing. Uh, yeah. We cut over to Corey walking up to Topanga saying, so here we are on our last day of school, back together. They kiss, back together, kiss again. Did I mention we're back together? She says, refresh my memory, and they kiss again. Corey says, listen, I want you to know I'm completely secure with our relationship. If you want to spend your summer away at camp, I am totally okay with it. Topanga replies, that is so mature. And Corey finishes, because I'm going with you. She tells him it's an all-girls camp, and he says, what time is swimming? She's like, it's only one summer. We'll have plenty more together. You're but I know, but this is the most important summer of our lives. It's the summer of our 15th year. And if we don't spend it together, we'll never get it back. She says, that's really sweet, but it'll only make the summer of our 16th year all the more special. He says, look, I'll pay you a thousand dollars to hang out with me. (laughs) She says, Corey, it's only two months. The time is going to fly. And before you know it, we'll be back together. They kiss. She says, back together. Kiss again, which in Spanish is back together, muchacha. And they kiss for a final time, and she walks off. He watches her go and then says, well, that was a brave front, and sits down on a bench, kind of sad. Eric's Feeny puppet pops up behind the wall and says, what's the matter, Mr. Matthews? You seem a little down. (laughs) Perhaps some more history homework would cheer you up? Mm?" (laughs) Corey tells him to knock it off, and Eric hops over the wall, saying, I thought everything was great now that you and Topanga were back together. Big kiss. Back together. Big kiss. Corey's like, hey, hey, stay out of my personal life. Eric says, come on, Corey. Topanga's leaving for the summer, and I'm sorry, but that's got nothing to do with me. I got one week left here. Let's make it great, just like old times. Eric walks away, and as he goes, Corey says to himself, what old times? And that's the end of the scene. Ooh. Uh, one. Foreshadowing. <laughs> one, I love that he has this tiny Feeny doll. I know. Because he had to... He had to make that. This he is did. like the last episode whenever he just showed up with a huge Corey and it was like, <laughs> He's what? just making dummies <laughs> in his free time. And I love it. And I love this episode and the last episode that they're just letting Will kind of do like impressions, but also just like having a fun time. Yeah. Just 
being somebody completely else. It's not just him, but I love it. Mm. I love, I know that this just happened last episode, but I love that they're back together. It's a nice surprise <laughs> again that they're just in the hallway yeah. and kissing multiple times over. <laughs> this hallway shot of them is like one of the most iconic shots. Like when you look up Corey and Topanga, it's this shot. Like one of them is the shot in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And I really love it because they're so cute. Yeah. They're just so cute. It's like, I I just like it a lot. It makes me happy. It's also fun because the looks that they're uh, wearing are very 90s they're as well. So like, 90s. he's wearing a denim shirt. She's wearing, like, the white kind of turtleneck looking. Yeah, like, with a denim vest. Short they're, like, a little bit matching. Denim vest, yeah. And it's a little scrunchy in the hair that just mm-hmm. right at the top of the middle. Literally, why did they include that Spanish line? I don't know. <laughs> That one and the Chinese one. I was like, yeah, why are we just? Okay. (laughs) I love that Eric is trying to relate to Corey and make him feel better. And then my second note after that was just, oh, nope, he made it about him at the end there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For for him to be like, yeah, it's got nothing to do with me. It's like, okay, some things aren't about you and that's fine. I don't, it doesn't have to be about you in this moment. He's very sad. And you know that he's sad. You've acknowledged that. (laughs) You did. It's very weird. This is, this is a kind of heavy episode. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about the, the meat of it. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so the next scene, we are at the park. Corey and Sean are playing basketball, and Corey's talking about how Topanga's going to camp as it's an all-girls camp. There's no threat to their relationship. Plus, now he has more time to spend with Sean, the boys of summer. Sean then tells him he's spending the next two months traveling with his dad, the boy of summer. Corey replies, just me. Fine. I thought you said you were staying home this summer. And Sean's like, I am. I mean, that's the beauty of a mobile home. Wherever you go, you're home. That's not what that means. Um, Corey's bummed that everyone's leaving him, but he tries to put on a brave face. I can do without my best friend and my girlfriend for a couple months, right? I mean, it's not like I can't make new friends. He sits down next to a woman who's feeding pigeons, and when he looks over at her, she puts a piece of bread in his mouth, and he says, see? (laughs) That's just the end of the scene. Like, ma'am, hello? It's so weird. What is this? (laughs) Um... I did love this scene. Uh, one of my notes was just a new set for the season finale. That's yeah. bold. <laughs> but it is sad that everybody's leaving Corey. I feel I've felt that before where it's just like, I'm not doing anything. And I feel mm. like everybody else is. And even if it's just like for a short amount of time, you know, yeah. it's like you never want to feel left out. Yeah. My other favorite thing is whenever he's like, there's no threat to the relationship. It's just an all girls camp. And I was like, mm, you don't know. <laughs> uh, Heteronormativity. <laughs> ingrain that in the mind it's disney baby you gotta we gotta tell them everybody's straight here no worries no worries guys there's no threats so the next scene we are in the matthews kitchen Corey walks in to the family at the table and says mom dad i've decided i'm spending my summer in atlanta selling international flags at the olympic village <laughs> Alan says, no, you're not. And he says, well, this summer blows. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Amy says, the summer's fairly started. He's like, already I got no Topanga and no Sean. I got nothing. Alan says, your brother's here for another week. And Amy's like, yeah, come sit with us. Your brother's telling us about his trip. He says, I'm not really interested in Eric's trip. Eric says, oh, you're right, Cor. Let me put my entire cross-country trip on hold so that you can tell us how great the park is. How is that monkey bar restoration coming? Corey says, it's a jungle gym, Eric. 
why don't you tell us how you're going to see the Grand Canyon in four and a half minutes by donkey? Except for he says donkey, which <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I noticed that. That was one of my one of my notes. It's so weird. <laughs> it's really weird. I don't know why he says it like that. I feel it comes right after a line where there was like not as much laughs with the yeah. jungle gym line. And so I feel like <laughs> this he was is like, just my kid. And he's like, I'm going to make it funny. I need to laugh. <laughs> I'm going to say something weird. Here. A donkey. <laughs> donkey. <laughs> Amy tells them to stop sniping at each other. And Eric says, it'll stop for good when I leave. And then Corey's like, that's Eric always leaving. Why should I be surprised? Hey, Cor, want to shoot some hoops? Oh, wait, here comes Janice. Or hey, Cor, want to ride to school? Wait, my friends want rides. Sorry. Eric says, oh, gee, Cor, I'd love to stay and take some more abuse, but oops, I got more packing to do. Eric goes upstairs and Morgan says, Corey, I'll be your friend this summer. She gets up and holds his hand for a second as he thanks her and then says, oops, I forgot I have day camp. And she runs upstairs. (laughs) You see, he says to his parents, they ask why he's really upset. And he says, what do you mean? I'm upset that Topanga's going to camp. Alan's like, you think that's it, huh? And he says, yeah, how could she do that? Amy says, she's 15. She has a right to go to camp. Corey's like, you guys never sent me to camp. They're like, are you insane? We tried to send you to camp when you were eight, but we had to come and take you home. Every day you sent us letters saying they were conducting medical experiments on you. Corey says, and they were. (laughs) (laughs) Amy says, it's going to be a great summer. Things will work out for the best. They always do. He asks, you really believe that? And she says, yeah, I do. And him thinking about this is the end of the scene. I love that his idea of fun or like things to do over the summer. He's in Philadelphia. Is going down to Atlanta to sell the flags? Specifically Extremely flags. Funny. <laughs> How is he going to get that job? He's 15. How is he going to get there? So, so silly. That also brings me I I have like another note about um the middle of the scene, but that does bring me to my other point, which is how does he not remember going to camp? Because if they said he was eight, that happened like four or five years ago. And he just doesn't remember anything. Like I get whenever you're older and then like forgetting things from your yeah, childhood. Yeah, but you remember but you stuff literally about eight. just happened in your life. And you're going to tell me that you don't remember it. Yeah. But yeah, very fun. I think the scene does a really good job of, you know, portraying the sibling rivalries that are mm. also happening mm-hmm. in a way too with like being the older sibling because i'm the older sibling in Me my too. family uh, i related very this. much to eric in this yeah. because um i only have a younger brother like i don't have a, a middle child middle sibling or anything mm-hmm. but i mean i relate to that because it's like you're going off and like doing all these exciting things and just or you know want to be doing all these exciting things and so it's like i I'm just trying to also live my life and I'm sorry that like I'm not paying attention to you as much the younger sibling but like I'm also you know older and trying to get things done so I I like a lot of this episode for sure but I like how they're portraying it very well yeah I think I'm gonna save my stuff until later (laughs) because I mean this is like this is the core conflict of the episode right like they are this this weird sibling relationship is occurring in the midst of um, Eric leaving for school. Um, and so it's like, how do we wrestle with this weird, like, it's it's also very weird for Eric to like, see that his brother is sad and be like, yeah, let's make it about you. And it's like, well, you're trying to make it about you. I don't know why that's different because you're happy and he's sad. Like his feelings are less valid than yours. Um, yeah. So I have a lot of like, 
empathy for Corey in this moment because of the things that he's like actually going through, like what he's genuinely dealing with, which we don't really find out until the end. But it does, it is a little bit sad to me for Eric to just be like, well, my life, my life and me. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Now he's being extremely selfish about it. Yeah. Um, especially knowing that Corey really only has Sean and Topanga. Yeah. Literally both of them are going away. Yeah. Like, yeah. man. We, we get to it, but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit jumping the gun. But yeah, it's, it's very, I'm very frustrated with Eric for a lot of this episode. That's where I stand. <laughs> the next scene, we are in the boys' room. Corey comes up to the room to Eric packing and says, hey, I just want to tell you that I know this week hasn't been easy for any of us, but uh, oh, man, look at this mess. And Eric, excited, says, yep, a lot of years to pack away. Corey says, yeah, but look at my bed. There is a single sock on Corey's well-made bed. And Eric says, it's how you left it this morning. And Corey says, I certainly don't think it was anywhere near this bad till you left your mess on it. Eric says, fine, I will move my sock. Corey sarcastically thanks him and he says, look, Corey, I know your summer's off to a rough start and everything, but uh, look at the good. I'm going to be out of here in a week and you'll have the entire room to yourself. Corey says, I've always had this room to myself. Eric's like, what's that supposed to mean? Corey says, come on, Eric, the way you treat me and you got to ask, you ignore me. Eric says, we do stuff together. Corey butts only when you're stuck. I mean, you never actually did anything with me because you wanted to. Eric goes, what am I supposed to say to that, Corey? You're three years younger than me. I have my own friends. Corey says, where will your friends be next year? I mean, you'll all be off at different colleges, but I'll still be your brother, Eric. Eric is kind of resigned and says, you're right, but in a week, I'll be off at college and I'll be the best brother you've ever had. Corey has nothing to say to this, but he notices an autographed baseball that Eric is trying to take to college. They start fighting over it. And then Eric says, fine, you want it? Yeah, here, catch, and throws it out the open window. Corey shoves him and says, I can't believe you just did that. Eric tries to like vaguely de-escalate here, but Corey is not having it. And they start wrestling on the bed until their parents come in and break them up. They're like, what's the matter with you two? This is our last week together, and it's your last week sharing this room. Eric says, I don't have to share it for another week, and I don't really need this anymore. I'm out of here tomorrow. He walks out, and that is the end of the scene. Mm, Pretty intense. Yeah, the fighting scenes always get me. Mm -hmm. Now that they're older and, like, physically fighting, it's a very... Like, it's it's a great story. It's really awkward to watch because, like, mm-hmm. I just feel for both of them. And I'm like, can you just stop? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just understand each other. Have some empathy, both of you. Come on. I also, this is another moment where Corey is telling him, like, kind of exactly how he's been feeling. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm... Off. Yeah, I'm gonna leave. Mm-hmm. Like you don't, you don't have to worry about me anymore. And it's just like I've never had to. Like it's so sad. It feels to me, Eric is obviously taking this all very defensively, which is in some ways fair because Corey is uh, like shooting at him pretty aggressively. Um, mm-hmm. But he's also, like you said, very actively saying the things that he has a problem with in this moment and like the reason why he's feeling hurt. And Eric is just like, well. I'll be gone. So it's not like it's going to matter anyway. And it's like, no, that's part of the problem. And you're not listening to your brother who is like trying to tell you. And to even just like escalate it that much by throwing the baseball out the window. Yeah. Um, Obviously, Corey then escalated it to physical. But like, you knew that was going to piss him off. Like, why would you? Yeah, it's the sibling thing of like you intentionally do something because you know it's gonna be frustrating and it's like well okay like I think that's what I love about this scene though because it it is really hard to watch but again they nail it of like what it is actually like to have a sibling and have these types of situations happen absolutely but yeah Mm. 
to the point even like with the parents even coming in and then like having to break it up is also yeah. just extremely sad you know proud of Corey for growth for learning how to communicate because yeah, he's actually he's making trying. an effort like it's not the best but it's like he could just be like yeah okay mm-hmm. whatever but it's mm-hmm. like he's actually trying in a way before getting to the physical fights then it's bad but <laughs> <laughs> they're just two dudes who are never taught how to do well they were kind of their parents are very loving i think they do try to like work through their feelings but they're also still teenagers and that's just yeah. a tough time for your brain and your body so did you ever uh physically fight with your brother yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i did I physically fought with my sister too. What's your, our, I think we have a similar, if not the same age gap, because mine is seven years. Yeah, mine's six years. Okay. Yeah, for me, I mean, there was nobody ever around to break me and my sister up because the reason we were fighting is because we were at home alone together a lot. Um, my mom worked uh, generally any, at, uh, sometimes as late as like 7 p.m. She would get home um, for most of our young life. And so me and my sister would get home after school and I would watch her for like a solid probably three or four years. And if my sister would do something I didn't like, it was like I was quote unquote the authority figure and yeah. she would fight me on it. Because when she was younger, she would like fight everybody on everything. She had a weird <laughs> personality. Like she would fight my mom too. But like for me, it was like very hard because, you know, I'm trying to like be authority figure. And also my sister is like, like we would literally just physically fight each other. Um, so yeah, yeah. weird. Siblings are weird, man. Yeah, I think that's what's funny is whenever I was watching the home videos, knowing how my my relationship with my brother has come to or what it's Mm -hmm. come to now and just like how we're different people and just like everything like with the fighting or like leaving him outside, which I did once Mm -hmm. whenever I was like, I locked him outside, which looking back, just bad. Um, (laughs) But but that's such sibling behavior. (laughs) Yeah, but doing stuff like that, it's so funny because I was watching the home videos and like whenever he was a very small child, like just started walking, we were like inseparable. And so it's sad because I'm like, oh, what happened? (laughs) I mean, it's it's just a weird thing. Like the way relationships change is so interesting. Well, and and, like with the bigger age gap, you're Mm -hmm. like when I was in middle school or like going into middle school like he's still in elementary school and then like when I got into high school he was still in elementary school so it's like we are in two different places in life and so it totally makes sense but man it's like he would watch like my every move in like the videos and was just like we had so much fun together and all these things and I was like wow all right (laughs) now I'm sad (laughs) oh no my sister as um as like a small child for much of her like like baby to toddler ish life did not like anybody. Um, and so like, it was literally like me, my mom, my dad were like the only people who she would interact with in any way positively um, or not even positively, just like neutrally. Like she was very like, she would not blink for hours. Like she was so weird. Um, <laughs> and people would be like, oh my God, Brenna smiled at me today. Brenna like breathed in my direction. That's crazy. <laughs> like, like people were very much like, cause she was so just like neutral and calm and like, or she hated you. Like there was no in between. Um, <laughs> and so as we got older and she like, she grew more of a personality, right? Like it was always really weird to like be in, in the ages where you're developing so much and like changing so much as humans. And then also like having to figure out your continuously changing relationship is so strange. And like me and my sister were fighting a lot when we were younger. And then somewhere in like 
middle high school, we had a friend who was like three years in between both of us. And so she hung out, like we would all hang out together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that friend kind of like coalesced our relationship really well. Um, because it made it like easy for all of us to hang out without um, it being like weird, I guess. Aww. So yeah. I love that. Yeah, man. I'm thinking a lot about my sister in this episode. <laughs> like <laughs> having feelings. Yeah. Guys, we're sad and soft, okay? <laughs> sorry. I'm not sorry. We're all broken. <laughs> we're all broken and sad. Um, so we go to the next scene. We're in the living room. They're all sans Corey walking down the stairs as Alan tells Eric he's not leaving tomorrow. Eric says that he is and Alan repeats that he's not and adds, you haven't gotten your letter of acceptance to college yet. Eric says, I'm on the waiting list. The official acceptance doesn't come till a day before classes and I'm not giving this trip up. Amy says, you're upset about your brother and you're not thinking clearly. He's like, what's the difference? A week here, a week there. Amy says, maybe when you're a parent and your first child is about to leave home, you'll understand how every day, every minute makes a difference. Eric's like, you don't think I'm not freaked out about leaving? Going to college? college, being on my own, doing laundry. I'm having nightmares. White's easy. Dark's easy. What about my white shirt with black stripes? What then? (laughs) (laughs) This is deeply comedic. He's doing a great job. Um, Alan says, so this is tough on all of us, which I think is an insane response to that. Eric (laughs) says, that's why I think it'll be easier if I just take off now. Amy tells him that they had a goodbye dinner planned for him. And he says, if you can move it to tomorrow night, I'll stay an extra day, please. The parents say they'll think about it. He thanks them. And Alan adds, and a bit of advice. You take that extra day and try and figure out what's bothering your brother. Eric says, I've shared that room with him for 15 years. I have no idea what's bothering him. Alan says, well, maybe that's your answer. Eric, thinking about this is how we end. Wow. I said end the episode and I meant end the scene. (laughs) This is the end. (laughs) I typed bad here. I'm sorry, guys. Mm. Imagine if that's how the episode ended. And it's over. Just think about it. (laughs) No conflict resolution. It's on you to figure out the end. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I like this because I feel like as someone that is Eric's age in this Mm. episode, you feel like you know things and just like know what's best or anything. And it's like still nice to just have the parents being like, hey, yeah, this is actually what you're feeling. Please find it and place it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I've legitimately also had that fear of laundry i still sometimes i don't know what to do with certain shirts of mine so i was like oh a deeply relatable (laughs) whenever he just freaks out i just feel for him too because i just want him to get into school and like have that exciting you know thing because he is scared i mean he's admitting that he's scared about it too and just like i don't know what to do but i don't know i just feel bad (laughs) yeah it's it continues to be very complicated right because truthfully i can't fathom going on a cross-country trip alone mm-hmm. the summer before my freshman year of college like yeah. I cannot fathom that it doesn't make sense to me well and he's like he'd be leaving behind like all of his friends that are also going elsewhere which I guess yeah. like maybe that's why because like everybody else kind of like has those plans maybe and he just doesn't want to like hear about them like summer before college was like a very kind of like last hurrah with everybody. Yeah. And so yeah. it is sad to just think about being alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I cannot, I cannot fathom it. It seems really scary. And I think maybe he is running from that a little bit, which I understand. Um, mm-hmm. But I wish that he, like even Alan being like, you need to figure out what's going on with him because it's it's right there. You're so close. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe that's your answer is Alan being like, think about it. Think about it for like two seconds. Why do you think he might be feeling this way? Um, yeah. Yeah, man. This is a lot. This is a weird, a weird one. 
Um, okay, I think now we're going to take a quick break, but uh, we'll be right back with more Brother Brother right after this. Hello, everybody. It's Sid. Welcome to the mid-roll. Or as as told me recently, I should call it the Sid roll. We're going to roll with it. Ha! Huh. Uh, it's the spot where we do announcements, Patreon shoutouts, featured ads, and anything else we want to talk about. First things first, we have a Patreon. It is patreon.com slash the lost years pod. It's a pay $2 if you would like early access to episodes type of situation. And all other bonus content is viewable to anyone who goes onto our Patreon page. What bonus content does it include? Glad you asked. Behind the scenes content, bonus episodes, old Twitch VODs, Patreon shoutouts in the middle of the episode, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, we'd like to give a shout out to Patreon supporter Adam Mansell. We appreciate the heck out of you. Thank you for supporting our show. Once again, patreon.com slash the lost years pod. It is September, which means in just a week and a half. So next Friday, the 16th and 17th is the SNP showcase. The SNP showcase is the scavengers network indie podcast showcase. Uh, Tay and I are a part of it. Uh, we are actually involved with it multiple times. Uh, there's a full schedule that is online at snipsshowcase.com that you can view. Uh, the live stream is going to be happening on the Twitch, on the YouTube, and also on the website. So if you are interested in seeing who is going to be there, what type of content is going to be happening, please go to snipshowcase.com and come hang out with us. It's going to be a really, really fun time. I am excited for it. Some exciting news. Tay and I have been working on some merch ideas and we're finally getting close to completing some new options for everybody. Uh, so stay tuned on our socials, which we do plug at the end of the show, but also at the Lost Years Pod on Twitter and Instagram uh, to see whenever we're going to be announcing that. Uh, we're both really excited about the things that we have in store. And our final announcement is actually that Tay and I, after this season finale, the episode that you're currently listening to, we are going to be taking a little bit of a break in between uh, season three and season four. It's just going to be a couple of weeks, but uh, just kind of giving ourselves a few weeks to relax. And uh, we're really excited for season four, but just as a heads up, it's going to be a minute. But yeah, I think that should do it. Do you have water? Do you have snacks? If not, you need to change that go get some. Uh, and thanks for sticking along. Let's get back to the episode. Hey man, have you listened to Days and Confused 33 and a third? Be a lot cooler if you did. Days and Confused 33 and a third. We're cruising through the movie one song at a time with a cool new guest every week. We're talking about the fashion, the music, the characters, what they meant to us then and how we relate to them now. So join us at Days and Confused 33 and a third. Just keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. And we are back at Chubby's. It's Eric's goodbye party, and his parents tell him that they're happy he stayed. He says he is too, and that it was a good idea to invite Corey's friends as well. Amy says considering how he felt about them leaving for the summer, they thought it'd be a good idea for him. Corey is swaying happily with his arms around Corey and Topanga. Sean tells him to take his arm off him because it's making him nervous, and Corey asks Topanga if he's making her nervous, and she says, uh-huh, and also, like, kind of pulls out from under his arm. Feeney then clinks a glass to give a speech. He says to Eric that there was doubt that he'd even graduate, but because he applied himself, he grew not only as a student, but as a person. And I, for one, couldn't be happier. Eric thanks him and Feeney presents him with his high school diploma that he framed for him, which is very cute. Everyone claps while Corey pouts and Eric thanks Feeney again and says, I know how much you hate to be touched, but give me this one. And he hugs him. It's very cute. 
Um, Alan then walks over to Corey and encourages him to say something. And he's like, no, I don't have anything planned. Eric kind of overhears this, but like doesn't address it. Um, and he says, you know, I really don't think I could have done this without everyone in this room believing in me. That's why this diploma, which signifies my intelligence, belongs <laughs> as much to you as it does to I. <laughs> and he tries to correct him with me. And Eric says, I included you. <laughs> it's so funny. Feeney says, oh dear. And then Corey changes his mind and decides he does want to make a toast to my brother Eric, who's moving out. And not just for four years, probably forever. And I don't even know him. And now I probably never will. 15 years in the same room, Eric. 15 years. Goodbye. He shakes his hand and starts to leave, but then turns and says, I hope you have a nice life. I really do. I'm sorry, everyone. He walks out, and that's the end of the scene. The entire time, his voice is, like, breaking when he's, yep. he's like, sounds like he's going to cry. Um, it's really sad, guys. It's really – I need you to understand how sad it is. It's really sad. Can I tell you what's sad is that mm-hmm. this is a going-away party for Eric to go to college or just, like, leave the house, right? And how everybody that's in this room is just a part of the primary cast. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. He doesn't have any friends. Yeah, that – where's Jason? <laughs> <laughs> Where is Jason. It's just, it's like, it's the parents, it's Feeney and Turner and Williams and Corey and his two friends, because Corey only has two friends. Um, and it's just, it's, you know, sad, but sweet that they had yeah. it. Um, but this party is very nice. I love the Feeney moment with him, um, because I just always love an Eric and Feeney moment. They are always great. But I was thinking whenever he gave him the diploma, like, they didn't have a graduation, I mean, when I graduated high school, they did not give me my diploma. Right. So. But I know that, like, Eric is about to go on this journey and, like, that's school true. just ended. Did they have graduation? You're absolutely right. There's no graduation. I guess And not. I was like, is it just because he's leaving early or, like, what? <laughs> but I don't know. It's, yeah, like, the fact. Because my, my diploma came. It wasn't in, like, the placeholder thing. Like, yeah. I had to go get it afterwards. But, like. Yeah. That's still. I still got it. They still yeah. gave it to me. Yeah, <laughs> At graduation. That's, that's a, you're absolutely right. We we um my graduation they gave us placeholders and then immediately afterwards we had to go to the gym and pick up our like actual <laughs> yeah. diplomas. Yeah, which always seems like I get it, but also it's funny to me because it's like, well, we have them, but yeah. we're just not giving you them when we, we don't say that put we're it giving in the you thing. them. <laughs> Basically, they just don't want to do want the work the to put them in the thing. But then it's weird because, like, then they have to set up a whole table to, like, have For people you to go through. Up. It's still work. It's just <laughs> different work. It's work in a different way. It, it would be a lot of work to put all of them in there. But, like, heck, you give that to, like, t- that task to me if I'm working there. I would love that. Just sitting yeah, there just and being, like. Yeah, just give it to, like, some student council person or, like, there's somebody who will do that job. I love repetitive motion actions. Yeah. It's, it's like when best. I worked in restaurants, I loved rolling silverware because it was just, like, boom, boom, boom. Roll, roll, roll. Like, I just did it and it was in my brain and it felt good. I loved rolling silverware. Well, at this point, you could, like, play music, like, while you're yeah. doing it or, like, listen to a podcast or just, like, do something. I know that this is uh, now, I'm way past still. this, but. <laughs> I mean, we had iPods. Like you can listen to music while you do a thing. Yeah, I mean it. It makes no sense. Just put it in the just put it in, it in the, the holder. <laughs> Find somebody to do it. Somebody will do it. I promise you. Somebody will be glad to do it. Somebody would um, happily do it. Yeah. Anyway, what a um, tangent. <laughs> 
Uh, I do love the other funny moment with Eric saying the <laughs> I versus me. I always think that that's fun. He tried. He did try. <laughs> tried so hard. <laughs> and I think... I included you. <laughs> it's such a funny one. Oh, God. Um, it, it bums me out. Corey has a very valid point here, but he's like, it. I, it sucks the moment that he decided to do it. Yeah. Because it is... In this moment, like Eric's moment. Yeah. And so it's just like, uh, Corey, I know you were also trying to do this before, um, but it's just sad because I'm like, I do I, this think... is this is the time that like Eric is actually also proud of himself for like doing it. Yeah. Like graduating. And you're kind of making him feel bad in this moment. Like it's multiple times in this episode that they just switch about making it about them at the wrong time. Yeah. And that sucks. Which is just being a teenager, man. Yeah. <laughs> but also um, just ending this whole note with just a sad face is the theme of this entire episode but especially in sad. this party moment because of because of ben's breaks in his voice because yeah. it does actually sound like he's very emotional and it's, it's really, really well done. good it's really good acting i feel like in this moment i do think that Corey, in some ways was trying like I don't know. It's weird. Like, I feel like he was trying to be supportive, right? Because he, he said, the, like, I hope you have a nice life. I really do. And then he apologized. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like he was both feeling like, I want him to know in this moment that, like, I am sad about the fact that he's leaving and that I don't know him. And I also want him to know that I still hope that things are good for him. Yeah. And I just, this very complicated it's just the line. I think the line that got it for me was whenever he's like 15 years, Eric. Yeah. I don't know. There was something about like everybody else like having to hear that too. That yeah. was just so emotional for me just and to Eric watch it. And Eric genuinely <laughs> moved by it. Like he looks yeah. sad. Yeah. <sighs> it's weird. It's weird. It sucks that it had to be like in front of everybody for like him yeah. to kind of really figure that out. Was, yeah. Because it couldn't be whenever it was just the two of them. No, because he didn't know how to like express <laughs> his sadness. He yeah. was originally expressing his frustration and sadness as anger. And now he's just fully like, he's feeling his feelings, maybe at an inopportune time, but yeah. he's both feeling and expressing himself at this exact moment. And bummer, man. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the next scene. <laughs> We were in the kitchen. Alan and Eric come in from loading up the car and Amy tries to convince him to stay for breakfast, but he declines. Alan tells him not to forget to say goodbye to Corey and Eric says that he didn't see him this morning. He slept on the couch, says Alan. He's pretty embarrassed about last night. Eric says, I tell him there's nothing to be embarrassed about. I don't actually know what the thing he is saying here is. Like there's nothing to be embarrassed about is definitely the back of the side. I don't know if he's saying I tell him, I told him, I'll tell him. I don't know what he's saying. (laughs) The subtitles did not catch it. So I'm just like, going in blind. He walks into the living room to wake Corey up, but realizes that he's already gone. Amy goes, he said he was going to the park to say goodbye to Topanga. Maybe he already left. Eric seems disappointed, but says, uh, yeah, just tell him goodbye and give him a hug for me. Alan says, we'll hug him, but I don't think that's going to make him feel better. Eric says, I'm just going off to college. I'm still his brother. Alan says, now it's just college, but then it's going to be just getting married, just having kids. And you'll never be the same brothers you were upstairs sharing that room. Eric says, I'm the older brother. It's not my fault I'm the older brother. Amy says, yes, but it's not his fault. He's the younger brother who never understood why your girlfriends and your buddies are more important to you than him. Eric says, he's three years younger than me. He's got his own girlfriend. He's got his own buddies. I bet he'd understand me better now. Alan says, well, sounds like you've got a lot more in common now. Eric relents, yeah, I guess we do. 
Alan continues, and three years isn't really that big a difference anymore. Eric sighs, no, I guess I never really looked at it like that. I guess Corey and I could be friends now. Amy adds, his girlfriend and best friend are both leaving him for the summer, and now his brother, who he's never really gotten a chance to get to know as a friend, is leaving forever. Eric thinks and asks, well, why aren't you guys upset? Alan says, oh, well, we got to know you. It's okay, you can leave. (laughs) Amy adds, we know you're a good guy. You have a good heart, and you've always made us proud. Eric says, so I guess this is goodbye. Alan kind of bumbles his wallet out and says, uh, was never very good at this few bucks emergencies whatever eric asks for the gold card and alan's like no <laughs> and then morgan morgan runs down the stairs and says oh good you didn't leave yet i wanted to give you something she presents eric with a teddy bear and he says fluffers your favorite bear you giving them to me for good luck morgan she says no i'm eight years old what do i need a stinking bear for he asks you gonna miss me morgan and she says i already do and they hug he stands and says so guess there's nothing left to say but goodbye i love you all very much The family hugs and he heads out, leaving the bear on a nearby chair as Amy and Morgan kind of cry into Alan. And that is the end of the scene. Why didn't he take the bear with him? It just had this whole cute moment and then he left it. And he just left it on a chair. I'm like, she's going to turn around and see that you left it here. That's rude. (laughs) That's why she's she's crying at the end. Why didn't you take it? I was trying to give give you a gift. I just love you so much. And you're Especially at eight eight years old to like give somebody your prized teddy bear and you're like as he a gift. And he just left it. I, that genuinely made me mad. I was like, why did you do that? You could have had a moment because, with like, that bear. Yeah. Well, especially because like Eric and Morgan always have like a really cute yeah. relationship of just the two of them. Like that was established at the very beginning of the show. And yes. I was like, eh. So weird. I'm leaving. So weird. I'll take your bear. I won't take your bear. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I like this scene because it, it's sad, but like also how Corey just didn't even like want to confront him yeah. after all of that. That's a real feeling. Yeah. Um, but the fact that, you know, he even just had already left and you can tell that Eric is bummed, but like yeah. can't quite figure out like why or place it or anything yeah, in that moment. It. It's a very weird like. I am sad about this, but I don't really know why our relationship is, like, fraught right now. Like, I don't really get it, Um, which is why his parents have to explain it to him. (laughs) Again. Again. More more, uh, specific this time. How is he going to do in the future? I have no idea. Oh, I'm Um, excited for you to find (laughs) out. I think one of my favorite things that alan says in this scene is whenever eric is like it's just college and he's like yeah well now it's just college but then it's going to be this and like just this and just this whenever he keeps saying it um in the line of like everything that's kind of coming ahead Mm -hmm. and it's like you never know which i hate that i always hate this but it's true of like you never know when something is like the last time that you're gonna have it until it happens Mm -hmm. and that's one of those moments like whenever you're kind of just gone at that point it's kind of like up to you to figure out like if that relationship is gonna keep going or not and like what it would look like because it's gonna be very different and so i i do just love that i think what is also funny is at the beginning of the show the two of them have an age gap of five years. Yes. And in this scene, it's, it's the- only three. <laughs> and I think what's funny when I was thinking about that is because all of the kids look so young back then. And now it's yeah. like they look so similar. They had in, to like, age, age them and height up. And everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They talked about this because um, the kids were growing faster than their characters were. So yeah. they were like, oh, 
shit, we got to age them up quick, quick. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't even actually know what grade they are technically in next year because the only year that we for sure see definitively is their senior year and their seventh grade year. Well, sixth and seventh grade. And then... Everything like in between is just kind of like uh. eleven is like <laughs> we're just having fun. <laughs> Who knows where, where we're at right now? They're like you're they're just teenage adolescents, you know? Yeah, like literally. it doesn't the, matter what that grade preteen in. age does it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Now that they're tall, who cares what age they are? But yeah, I also just I think that this is a very sad moment. One with like Eric leaving and like the family having to deal with that, but it's the fact that all of them are there together and Corey is not, and that makes me so sad. It is sad. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a very weird moment to like. I remember when I went off to college and like my sister, my stepdad, and my mom were all there. My stepdad like helped me. Was like the last person to like help me move stuff in. So we were walking back to like say because he we brought like two cars. And so um, I like had a weird moment with my stepdad where like we didn't really hug that much. Mm-hmm. And so that he gave me like a weird like half hug. I don't know why we don't hug. I don't know if it's him or if it's me. I think it was probably me when I was younger, but I think it's him now in respect of me because like I would love to hug my stepdad now, but like that's neither here nor there. Um, and so I, we would just had like this weird like, well, g- goodbye. <laughs> I- <laughs> love you question mark and I think about that like awkward like familial moment of like um I love you and this is a weird time that we're having right goodbye goodbye forever I don't know yeah it's very fun and weird um and I just love how much they show what feel like really honest family dynamics in throughout the course of the show I just think they do it really well yeah, because, I mean, that's the difference also between, like, the beginning of the show versus now is at the beginning it was just like, well, the Matthews have, like, a great family, unit, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like over time we've seen it just kind of be like, hey, even whenever they seem like they're this perfect family, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> and that's always, like, with Eric having, like, some episodes where, like, the one where he's, like, at the TV station and then, like, this one. Yeah. It's just like there's always – gonna be like some type of conflict and like they're enduring it too and having to learn how to deal with it in like a great way like they're doing a fantastic job in some ways I feel like this is still a perfect family because Mm -hmm. of the way that they deal with conflict perfect in the sense of like like that's not a real thing right obviously but like in the way that they all handle their emotions and they always always like turn back around and like lead with love for each other Mm -hmm. is so stunning and beautiful and wonderful and like they're always trying, especially like Amy and Alan raising three kids, like they're always trying to like help their kids understand themselves and then also like each other and the world. And like, yeah, they're so they're just such good parents. I know they're not real, but they're so good. And it makes me cry. <laughs> like I just love them so much. OK, so uh, the next scene, we were at the park. Corey and Topanga are sitting on some swings and Topanga is now unsure about going to camp. Usually I'm really looking forward to it. Now I feel like I'm too old for that. I'd rather spend the summer with you. And that scares me. Corey's like, I want you to have a good time at camp. I'm completely secure. You swear on your life it's an all girls camp. <laughs> she tells him that she wants him to have a good time this summer. And he says, don't worry about me. I'll be doing the things that I really love to do. He sits back down next to the pigeon lady and happily opens his mouth when she turns to him. She places some bread in it and he chews contentedly sean then walks up sees this and says oh Corey, i can't leave you like this man Corey is surprised to see him he says me and my dad are hitting the road so i figured i'd say goodbye 
We hear a horn and Topanga says, that's my bus. We then hear the like La Cucaracha horn and Sean says, that's my house. <laughs> Topanga <laughs> says she should get going as they embrace. I'll miss you. She says they kiss. You too. He replies. Sean then says goodbye and they do a quick like handshake into a bro hug. Corey says it's just a summer, right? It'll go by quick. Topanga kisses Corey once more and then she and Sean both go. Corey starts to play basketball against himself, goes up for a shot, and air balls right into Eric's hands. Surprised to see him, Corey says he thought he'd be halfway to Jersey by now. Eric says, I was. Then I realized here I am going off to college and I didn't even get a proper goodbye from my brother. Corey asks, that's why you came back? To say goodbye? Yeah, Eric says. Corey adds, listen, I'm glad you're here too because I never got to tell you I'm sorry for the way I've been acting. Eric tries to brush it off as no big deal. We're brothers. Brothers fight. Corey says, yeah, but I don't like it when we fight, you know? I mean, I also don't like it when I do things like this. He takes Eric's letter from North Southwestern out of his pocket. Uh, Apparently he took it from the mailbox yesterday. Guess I wasn't ready to let you go. Eric starts to open and read the letter as Corey continues. I feel like I'm just getting to know you. I've always liked you as a brother, but I'm just starting to like you as a friend. Eric's face falls and he says, I didn't get in. They rejected me. And Corey goes, maybe it was a mistake. And Eric says, it was my mistake. It was my mistake thinking I could slack off for three and a half years, work hard for two months and get in. Man, I really wanted to go to college. Corey says, hey, Eric, you will. Take a couple courses over the summer. I bet you get into an even better college. Eric asks, you think so? Corey's like, hey, you're my brother. I guess that's a yes. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I was like, that's not a response. <laughs> we should all just start doing that. I'm like, hey, you're my friend. Hey, Whenever you're my someone friend. Is like, what do you mean? See what's wrong. What does that mean? Is that a yes? <laughs> it feels like a like a, a like dodge of the question. Like I don't think so, but you're my brother. <laughs> it's not even like, hey, you're my brother. Would I lie? It's like you're related to me. <laughs> and you know what that, that means. <laughs> you get it. It's so weird. And I won't elaborate on it further. And I will not elaborate. And and Eric does not ask. Um, Eric says, you know what? You're right. Maybe I'll find it. Uh, you're says, right. You know you're you're right. my brother. You're right. You're my brother. Maybe I'll find a school a little closer to home. And Corey says, I know where there's an open bed. They kind of smile at each other a beat. And then Eric thanks him. And Corey says, yeah, think about it while you're, while you're gone. Eric's like, where am I going? And Corey says, across the country. Eric's like, that trip was to celebrate. There's nothing to celebrate. And Corey tells him a trip like that is unforgettable. Eric says, you know what, something, Corey, you're right. Maybe there is something to celebrate. I am going to take that trip. First thing in the morning. Corey asks, why wait? And he says, I got to wait for you to go home and pack. And Corey's like, me? And Eric says, two months on the road? Can't think of anyone else I'd rather share the car with. Corey says, it's going to be a summer we'll never forget. And Eric says, things always seem to work out for the best. Corey replies, I've always believed that. And Eric gives him a pat on the shoulder. And that is the freeze frame on which we end the episode in full. It's cute. Oh, man. There is lots of things that happen in this scene. I know. Um, first, right out the the gate at the beginning i was like topanga please go to camp don't just stay for your boyfriend <laughs> yeah um, do not stay here <laughs> still what is happening with the freaking lady with the with the bird i don't know man why is he feeding why is she feeding him bread i don't get it it made me uncomfy both it times in this episode. I, don't, I don't know why it's weird um i did love that la cucaracha makes yet another appearance in the show i know <laughs> just i love i hate but i love whenever sean's like that's my house that's my house <laughs> i'm just glad he has a house again man yeah um i also love whatever topanga and Corey just kiss and sean is just standing there. <laughs> he's always just watching them kiss just i'm on the side like his yeah. whole life <laughs> it's my friend um, my friend and his girl <laughs> uh but the the meat of this scene i love that 
Eric actually made a uh, intention like point to come back. And yeah. I for two reasons. Um one because he didn't he wouldn't have known um if he didn't That's true or that he didn't letter. get in, which is sad. Um but two, I mean, obviously just kind of having this resolve with the two of them I think is really great and wonderful and just kind of you know being able to actually chat because they had not since that entire fallout from the party um and I love that at this point Corey is able to be like hey like I I was just getting to know you and like we are at the age where you can actually like talk about things too and like understand it on a deeper level than just like being younger siblings and um you know just having fun together doing things so that's great. I am very sad that he didn't get in because he looks just defeated. <laughs> yeah, he looks so sad. It's really, really great face acting by Wilfred L. His tone of voice, too, in that moment is like, like um, it's just a beautiful mix of like shock and devastation. It's beautiful. Yeah. Like I love when actors are doing a good job. It's my favorite thing in the world. And it's like, <laughs> you're, oh, you're doing so good right now. You're so good at what you do. <laughs> you're doing your job perfecting perfection i love it i what i'm thinking about now like this is pretty much like the last time that will like not this but like boy meets world is his last thing that he did like on screen and because he went into voice acting after and i love it but i also he does such a great job i know with like him and him like his character and like acting yeah yeah even just like his facial acting like in Mm -hmm. this like he's he's very convincing that like really really good he did not get in or like do these things and so it's i totally his reasons are totally valid but i'm like yes. oh but you are so you're so it's good sad at for it. us the public because we don't get yeah. to watch him be we don't physically get to watch him be great anymore we hear it and he's a very good voice actor but yeah but i love that they get to go on this little bonding trip together yeah but, and i think it's really sweet that eric is the one that said it it's not like Corey, Corey kind of asked. initiated it or like yeah. Yeah, he was like, oh, well, why don't we go? It's like, no, I'm going to do it, and you're going to come with me. And this yeah. is, now we're actually getting the chance to, you know, do things. Get to know and, each other. Yeah, and especially on a road trip, because when you go on, like, a vacation with somebody, you get you to really, know them very well. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In the good and the bad, but. <laughs> so when my sister moved to Texas with my dad, um, she was like i want to say like 14 Mm -hmm. i think she was she was like yeah she was like halfway through her freshman year um and so i was almost through my senior year of uh college and it was a very it's a very weird thing because it's so rare that you like actively separate from your siblings past like college right right and i went to college close to home so i was still very near my family and so me and my sister were our relationship changed a lot over the years, but like around that time we were pretty close. And I think like through most of her high school years, we were pretty close. And so it's very interesting to like have the, the feeling that fear of like, we are separating for the first time in our lives very specifically in a way that is kind of permanent. So like now I only actively, like I, I saw my sister last fall, but like 
before that I hadn't seen her since before the pandemic because mm-hmm. um, we only would see each other if she came up there and I, or I went down to Texas and so it's just like there's so much weight there when you're like separating from somebody that you literally shared a room with or a home with like in our case me and my sister shared our bathroom like yeah it's a very it's very weird I just like don't know really even how to describe it or explain it but like to feel that separation seems very difficult and nuanced and for them to be handling this kind of like and in some ways grief of like I am losing this person who I potentially will never get to know in the way that I want to it's just like wonderful and they're doing it so well and I love that we get the closure of like no he didn't get into school and so he's gonna take some time to figure that out but also he is going to get this chance to like get to know his brother and his brother's gonna get the chance to get to know him in a way that is like what they both I think need in this moment yeah Um, and I think it's sad because at the beginning of the episode whenever mm -hmm. you know they're in the room and like Eric is talking about like well I'll be out and it'll be fine just kind of set it and forget it like you're right with whenever it's actually just a lot to deal with whenever you have that separation like you don't think about it until you're gone really either but it's like a piece of you is kind of like still there Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's just sad or like whenever somebody else leaves and then you're like this has been my normal and it's gonna be so bizarre to adjust so I like that they actually have that resolve at the end of this where it's like hey we're actually gonna spend more time together and like be more intentional about seeing what this is and you know really just growing that relationship more because if they if they lived together for 15 years and didn't you know have like some kind of connection in a deeper way then now is the time yeah Yeah. (laughs) so it's such a good way to end this episode it is it's a really really great way to end the episode um and i love it because it's also not like alan and amy saying like well why don't you go on a trip together like why don't you do this thing decision yeah and like wanting to choose to like spend time with his brother which is exactly what Corey needs to hear in that moment he's like so excited he's so excited yeah like when he's like me like like my brother wants to spend time with me for two months like that's yes and it's like one of those things where he had said like your friends are always more important to me like or to that like for you rather um and like you could have like reached out to one of those friends and been like oh i want to spend time with you uh since i'm i'm not going to i'm doing that you know like he could have done this trip Instead of doing it solo, he could have done it with a friend and he chose to do it solo. And then he was like, I'm going to change my course of action to make this about us now. And I think that that's a really like it's just really well done and a a great way to like bring closure to that situation, because now they are going to get the time to like figure out their relationship and become friends. Um, okay. So end credits. We are in the kitchen. Eric is naming some of the places they're going to go see to the family and Feeney. And Feeney tells them to do at least a full day in Boston to see some history. Eric says they're on a strict budget and Corey adds true, but we could always sleep in President Lincoln's lap. Amy like sort of nudges Alan. He gives them some money and says, see Washington. Morgan says, you guys are good together. And they start to head out hugging and saying goodbye with the parents telling them to make sure that they see some colleges along the way. Eric says, oh, that's the whole reason we're going. Tulane, uh, Ball State, uh, Memphis State, uh, State, and they go with Corey getting a reluctant low five from Feeney on the way out. 
outside, Corey asks, what makes you think I want to spend my whole summer seeing a bunch of colleges? He says like the summer, the whole summer, the summer of my 15th year, which I didn't write down, <laughs> but he's like being very dramatic. Um, Eric's like, cause we're seeing them on the way to here and hands him a list of Southern beaches. Eric says Smithsonian. And at the same time they go, yeah, right. And that's the official end of season three, baby. We did it. We did it. It's so fun. I love Feeny just casually hanging out at their house. I yeah, love it. It's so fun. Them. It's really cute. <laughs> now, there's something that happened in this scene that you did not say, um, which is whenever he says to go to Boston and Corey says, uh, the Cheers bar where everybody yeah. will know my name. And what I find that's hilarious about this, Cheers is on NBC. We are on ABC. And what I think is great is that they reference it because now it implies that other networks are in-universe networks and TV shows. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not, not. ABC doesn't, must not exist, right? Yeah. We've had people from other shows, like in the last one, come over right. and like, it was on the show, but that's like the universe, like their yeah, world, that's the right? Yeah, and it's just funny that it's like other networks. Nah, that's that's, pretty that's funny. just your entertainment in the, <laughs> in the show. That and is I a just, very good point. I found that really funny. Yeah, but yeah, I of course they're not going for the educational side of it. They're going to the beach. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so weird to what? Yeah, yeah. I don't have anything interesting to say, but it's just very funny to be like, oh, the Smithsonian. We're not going there. We're going to the beach, baby also going on a beach it really gets old after a while that oh if, like God. you kept going to multiple beaches there's so many other cool things that you could be doing on this road trip but you're gonna go to just just the beach just the, the entire beach time. what <laughs> some people really love the beach and i respect it i do not feel it i i like the beach for about two hours once a year maybe <laughs> Maybe. It's nice. I can't do it forever. I, I don't understand do whatever people are like, I'm going to move to a place that has the beaches. And I'm, I'm like, gonna you're going to go to the beaches? Every day. Why? Every weekend even. <laughs> why? why would you do this? What? Somebody explain Explain it to me like I'm five. Why? <laughs> sand is terrible. And that's all the beaches. When you're trying to walk in the sand. And it's hot. Yeah. And people are like, well, just wear shoes. I'm like, you know how weird that is? To wear it's shoes also. To wear shoes. And then the sand gets in the shoes. And then you have sand in your shoes. The worst is then also, I will like take a shower after going to the beach whenever I have done it. And then there's sand everywhere, everywhere. still. <laughs> All over my body. How did it get in the places it's in? How did it get there? It I don't get it. I no went to sense. the beach. Uh, I can't stop thinking about this. I went to the beach a year ago. One of my friends did did a thing in a beach town and we all went and I was in the ocean. I was deep in the ocean. We were went past the breakers. I feel like I almost drowned twice. It was fine. <laughs> but I got back and I had to take my swimsuit off inside the shower because of the amount of sand in every crevice of my swimsuit. Just, it literally fell off me. I'm like, how did, I was in, I mean, I understand the ocean's got a lot of sand in it, but I don't get how it got so in there. I'm still angry about that. It's been a year. Oh, my God. I well, because like living in Michigan, too, whenever I went to college, it was on the west side of the state and like mm. still living in Grand Rapids and stuff. I would go to the beach sometimes. Not all the time because I, I couldn't do it. But that is freshwater lake. It's yeah, it's not even an ocean. Whenever I went to the ocean in Florida for like the first time a few years ago, like actually just sat on the beach and then like went into the water. I was like, oh, it's salt water. It's also gross. <laughs> Because I'm so used to Michigan beaches that I was like, oh, why? It's salty. Honestly. And then then you walk from 
the when you get out of the water, then you have to walk in the sand, and, and then, then everything just sticks sand. on you. Everything gets sandy and it's, it sticks to you because it's water and it's sand. Yes, yes. And then it's like truly, if you're leaving the beach and your feet are at all, that's why they have those little showers so you can rinse your feet off. But it's like if for some reason you don't have a little shower, you're just sitting in sand. You're sitting in sand. Your body is wet and sandy, and it's the worst. Why do people like that? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. I want to get it. I don't get it. And then if, you, if you're if you in a place. <laughs> We're just going back and forth on why we ate the beach. <laughs> no, because like if you have the sand and then you have to like my house is not unless you have like a beach house or like a hotel that's right there. But like yeah. my car was in the Your parking car. lot. I had to go back to my house. So I was at the beach. They barely, like I did the little kind of rinse off stuff, but even when I sat down, all of the sand is now in my car. Yes. And it's the worst. And so I'm driving home for 30 minutes. Like I need in to go sand. to the freaking car wash to go just Get vacuum this out. out. And yeah. then it doesn't come out. <laughs> no, because it's sand because and it's, it's tiny. Sand. It's in there forever. You have sand in your car forever now. Forever. Why do people like the beach? I don't know, man. I'm so glad that you're with me on this, though, because every time I'm like, I don't really like the beach. People are like, oh, my God, the beach, though. It's beautiful, and I love it. And nobody gets me. I didn't know that we had the same feelings about the beach. We have similar thoughts on many things, and I'm just very glad that this is one of them. (laughs) Me too, man. Me too, man. There would be a problem if you were like, wow, I love it. I love the beach. I love the beach. I feel like I can't relate to you at all. <laughs> Everything I've known about you is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lie. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. The math doesn't add up. Even now, I live like pretty close to the beach and I never go. People are like, oh my God, do you ever go to the lakefront? And I'm like, no. Why would I? Why would I? I can see it. I see the lake all the time. <laughs> it's fine. I don't need to go to the beach. I don't need to go to the lakefront. When my friends and I went to Chicago, of course, the one weekend that you were not there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when we went there, they were like, oh, did, we, did like, everybody bring their swimsuits to go to the beach? Like maybe at some point. And I was like, why the fuck are we going to the beach? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and luckily we never did. We never got to that point. Oh, and I was good. so happy about it. But I was like, I, there's so many things to do in Chicago. Why is that your top priority? The we beach. live in Michigan. <laughs> You can go up there. There are beaches all around. We're literally peninsulas. <laughs> <laughs> it's city beach, too. It's not. And city it's not beaches pretty are beach. so <laughs> crowded. Yeah. The one and only time I genuinely enjoyed being at the beach was when I was on my cruise and we were in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. And no, we were in we were in Turks and Caicos. And the water was like crystal clear blue. And the sand mm-hmm. was super white. And it was not very hot and i for some i don't know what it was about that beach but like i didn't leave the beach covered in terrible awful sand like i was okay i still i mean there was still some sand but it was nowhere near as bad as like any other time i've been on the beach and the water was so pretty like like beaches in america are grody like they're not (laughs) nice the water's like black there's seaweed everywhere <laughs> like it's bad but you go to like the caribbean and it's beautiful mm. that was the one time i enjoyed i even a little bit enjoyed the beach and we didn't stay for like five hours like we were there for like the two like we did other stuff throughout the day and then we did like two hours of the beach and then i could go back to the boat whenever i wanted i wasn't stuck at the beach for longer than i wanted to be at the beach you know what also what i hate about northern michigan like i love it's very pretty up there. It's I 
I'm going up there like next weekend. I'm really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Some of the beaches don't have sand. They have rocks. They're just rocks. Yeah, man. Rock beaches are terrible. That is the worst type of beach. And people are like, wow, let's go sit over there. I'm like, why? Sit on what? On it's rocks? Ro- you want me to sit on rocks? My friends up at Mackinac, whenever I was working there, were like, let's go to the beach. And I was like, I mean, I guess, because I didn't have anything else to do and I wanted like a fun <laughs> day off. But I literally, like, we had our towels and I just had to like put it over rocks. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not comfy. <laughs> Rock like, beaches are terrible. Rock beaches day. should not exist. Like at least sand, you can make some semblance of comfortable on sand. It doesn't make sense. I the same thing happens in the UP. Like the we went a couple years ago. Like our friends take trips up to um, like Houghton and everything up north, and like the very tip top of the Upper Peninsula, and it's gorgeous. Like it was the we camped out there it was really pretty but it's again a rock beach that people were like let's go walk along the beach i was like this is a nightmare you want me to walk with my feet on rocks on that point, rocks. I, I wore my chacos and everything but i was walking and i was just like i don't like that everybody's doing this and i just have to go along with it i'm having and- a bad time <laughs> And everybody's like, wow, look at the sunset. I was like, I'm focused on my feet because they're killing me. I don't want to fall and die, actually. So I can't look at the sun right now. Oh, man. We're going to have to cut that. We can't have 20 minutes of us yelling about the beach. You know what? I thought about cutting it. I'm I'm keeping it in. People no. can hear our thoughts. No, because everybody needs... I genuinely want to know why people like the beach. And I would love everybody's feedback. And normally this would be like, oh, listen to like our beach cut. No, I'm. This is the season finale. There's no edits. <laughs> it's the season finale, and 20 minutes of it are just us yelling about the beach and how much we hate it. We already pretty much talked. Oh well, we didn't do the lesson. We haven't done the lesson yet. <laughs> That's okay. We got distracted. I don't even think we finished talking about the scene. We literally no, got we, so distracted. We did the because they're going to the beach. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess that's the end of it. <laughs> it tied uh, in. Well, um, I guess you, it, uh, maybe we'll put a timestamp in. So if you don't want to listen to us yell about the beach, you don't have to. Uh, but this is the end of the, the beach talk. Welcome. And uh, what was the lesson, Sid? <laughs> The beach is terrible. <laughs> Why? Don't go to the beach. Don't go to the beach. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. Getting serious. No, for real though. For real, guys. <laughs> this is serious time. This now. is a life lesson. It's a life lesson. Like any relationship, sibling relationships are not easy and they take work and mm. time. And if you really care about the relationship, then it just involves, you know, extra steps to making it work. That's beautiful. Every relationship takes work, you know? That's true. Every relationship takes work and takes effort. I think that's a great lesson. I think it is very important to acknowledge the fact that relationships take work, relationships of all kind, romantic, familial, friendship, etc. Maintaining a relationship involves thinking about the other person and their feelings. And that is work sometimes. That is work because we are all dealing with so much all the time. And so I feel like 
yeah, it's just, it's just like, if those relationships are important to you, you have to put in the effort to like maintain them. And I think that's beautiful. I think that's a really great lesson. Wahoo. Wahoo. Uh, we did it. That's season three, man. <laughs> I can't believe that it's season three. I cannot believe it's season three is over. Time is flying. Oh, and it it's doesn't weird. feel like it I know. should be done already. That it's it, weird because it's like we started this technically last year. And so it, I feel like it doesn't seem yeah. like it should just be over. And now it's like, whoop, season four. <laughs> yeah. We're about to be on season four. We're about to be in a few months here in year two of the, or year three of the podcast. Oh, God. It's so weird. Ow. It's so weird. We just weird. started I this. I, I remember know. sending you like images of the logo design and I was yeah. like, I don't know. What about this? <laughs> Which you crushed immediately. Let me just say again. Nailed it in one. <laughs> Our artist beauty. You really did. Like, I mean, I don't know how many drafts you sent before you sent it to me, but. No, I literally, I sent you that and I said, here's this. And I was like, it's perfect. You did it. No, no, no edits. <laughs> no edits whatsoever. It's perfect. You nailed it. Congratulations. But yeah. I mean, that didn't feel like that long ago. And that's going to be the third year. Yikes. Yeah, because we started in 2021 and we're about to be in our third year, 2023. That's crazy. That's crazy. Thank you for being here. If you've been here since the beginning, if you just started listening recently, thank you so much. So if you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at The Lost Years Pod. We share fun memes. We share when the episodes drop. And we also ask what you're nostalgic for. And since this is the season finale of season three, I was curious, what was your favorite episode from the season? Starting off very strong at Cal's Calzone's friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Uh, said, I really like the one where Turner almost adopted Sean. I'm still rooting for them, TBH. Aww. It's a great one. Same. <laughs> Trying not to give anything away. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> at Carrie Hart Zero said, The happiest show on earth is my fave just for Disney and Dolphins, which are two of my favorite things on all my all time favorite show. Ugh incredible it's a good episode i really love that one it's very fun it's very fun i'm trying to think if i what my favorite of season three is i mean i really love the one that i have said yeah me too that's one of my favorites really any of the sean episodes are like some of the best obviously the season one at season one opener my best friend's girl is honestly a really great way to open the show yeah i mean it's really sweet because yeah then it's like them actually having their feelings and along with that i think the grass is always greener their breakup episode is also really really well done like it's sad but it's like so genuine and real i remember really loving talking about that episode yeah just saying one of my favorite episodes is the fact that we freaking interviewed jeff sherman oh yeah that (laughs) was the season Yeah, that was incredible. That was extremely cool. I hope we get to do more stuff like that in the future. Um, And he was an absolute delight to have on the show. He was very fun. Oh, there are so many gems in this season. Holy crap. I know. Season three is great. I told you. They just get better. Yeah, because like City Slackers, the one where they go to Feeney's cabin is such a good episode. Oh my God. We get Sean and Feeney. We get Sean and Feeney stuff and it feels so good. We get Feeney's whole thing. Learning about his life. Yeah, man. And the fact that Bill Daniels is so good at acting and he makes so me emotional good at every acting. time. Oh, oh, the one, um, uh, what's the one called that we just did where uh, Feeney's house got vandalized? Oh, da- Life Lessons? Life, Life Lessons. Lessons. Oh, yeah, we had that. We did that one with Dan. That was a great episode. Ah, such a great guest on there, too. Really? Yeah, he was, it was really fun to have him on. He was deeply insightful, especially coming from a teacher perspective. I think it was like one of our best episodes to date, I would say. I mean, New Friends and Old with Frankie and mm. like his whole story. Oh, That's a fun one. I miss him. Frankie, baby boy. A stormy weather, the fact that Eric got the job. Like, there's so many good ones in this yeah, episode. Yeah, this season's great. The Last Temptation of Corey is really fun. Man. Great episode. Great, great season. 
Beautiful, beautiful season. This little piggy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you're not just my boyfriend's friend. You're my friend too. <laughs> That's just a little piggy. If you remember. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Really great. Really great. Beautiful, wonderful season. I'm very pleased with um, how how this season has gone and, and the episodes we've recorded. Yeah. But if you would uh, also like to mention what your favorite yeah, episode was. with us on social media. Yeah. We it's would fun. love to hear what your favorites were. Um, yeah. Thank you for those submissions. You can also email us uh, what your favorite episode was um, at, the e- at the email. At the email. You can email us at the email. And it's the lost years pod at gmail.com. That's the email. We, we will read it on the show. Um, you can also rate us and write a review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe wherever you get podcasts, Good Pod, Spotify, all those good places. It really helps us out, helps people find the show. Um, and it's lovely. It's a lovely and nice thing to do. And don't you want to just give us that little gift at the end of our third season? I think that's a good idea, personally. So, something to think about. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> And thank you to the Scavengers Network for having us on the network. You can check out other cool shows like Side Character Quest and James and Aaron Minute Movies on www.scavengersnetwork.com. Dot com. I don't know why. I don't do that every time, but I do it sometimes. Dot com. Dot com. Um, our personal handles are in our show handles, but you can find me at Tay's Live Tweets. We are about to start recapping Bachelor in Paradise as The Bachelorette winds to a close. And BIP is always the best season of The Bachelor franchise. I will just say the drama is wild. The relationships are, I feel like, more real because in Bachelor in Paradise, you're spending so much time together, like literally all day, every day with the people that are on the beach in a way that you don't really get on the main franchise shows. On the beach. (laughs) On the beach. God, I could never do Bachelor in Paradise. I couldn't. I couldn't. Sand everywhere. And also it's hot. It's hot and humid. They're doing that in like literally the middle of summer. Yeah. In Mexico. Like, absolutely. And getting like very drunk just on the beach. Oh, yeah. I would die. I think I would die. It's vibes. There's no air conditioning on the beach. God damn. (laughs) Why do people like it? (laughs) And they like do full faces of makeup like daily. And I'm like, how are you living like this? Because never. Nope. Anyway. Um, Taste Life Tweets. I'm tweeting the I'm tweeting the Bachelor franchise. You know how I feel. Ooh. Yeah, I'm TikTok at Sudsley. I'm gonna promote my Twitch again at mm. Sudsley because once I get my living situation back to normal uh, yeah. and get the computer and everything set up to play all the games, I think Dan and I are gonna be heading back to the farm in Stardew. So that'll be a nice play more return. Fall Guys on your Twitch too. You I feel like you don't play any Fall Guys on Twitch and you should yeah. be. <laughs> I need to do that uh, because that is probably the game that I'm best at out of all the games that I play. You're very good at that game. You're very good at that game. Yeah. So I I feel like I've gotten better playing with you as well. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think once I have everything actually set up to my liking that I'm actually going to start Twitch streaming. Good. Um, Okay. I think that's everything. Again, thank you so, so much for being with us on this journey um i can't believe we're just about i'm trying to think we're are we halfway through there's a full season seven we've just finished all of season three so we're like almost halfway through i guess technically speaking that's crazy Um, it is crazy i love doing the show with you sid and um i appreciate all of you for listening so thank you so much well i love doing the show with you too ew it's too sentimental we gotta get out of here gross Uh, until next time (laughs) your tay your sid just like it's always been what else do you need to know goodbye fam bye fam thank you
The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.